Is your worship team on a mission? Is there an expectation every time you lead worship together that you are accomplishing something specific? You know, without a clear mission, we can lose sight of what we are doing. We might even fall into just playing music and not ministry. We might even fall into trusting our skills and not the word and the presence of the Lord. Well, in today's episode, we're going to go over some steps to ensure that your team is engaged and aligned with the mission to partner with God and see people transformed. So the action item today is we're going to try to help you write a mission statement for your worship team so that every service can be a mission fulfilled. Here we go. Worship Leader, the podcast that takes the uncertainty out of leading prophetic worship so you can flow with authority and confidence. I'm Dean Mitchum, your host, and I'm so thankful that you joined me. Please take a moment and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel and consider supporting us on Patreon, where you can help keep these episodes coming every week. Now, we probably all know how important it is to have vision to have uh, leadership, casting vision. And as worship leaders, as prophetic worshipers, we need to have a mission in mind and a vision in mind when we get up to minister to the people as well. We need to carry the vision of our pastors. We need to carry the vision the Lord has given us and be on a mission to accomplish the connection between God and his people. So people get transformed by the presence of the Lord. So one day I was reading a book by John Maxwell on leadership. And he, in this book, he tells a story of a drill bit company. Company made drill bits. And so the CEO was talking to, the owner was talking to his employees one day and asked him the question, what business are we in? And they're like, okay, we're in the drill bit business. And he replied, no, we're in the hole business. We make holes. Our drill bits make holes. That's what their job is. And he said, if somebody else finds a better way to make holes, we're in trouble. I thought that was a great perspective. What is the true mission here? And the company makes holes. So interesting. You can, you get, you know, under that, and you're thinking, oh, we're all about drill bits. No, we're all about making holes. So how does that apply to us? Well, we are in the presence business, and we need to remember that. When we're up there, the presence of the Lord has been poured out into us. The presence of the Lord is magnified corporately when we come together to worship, and God inhabits our praises. He, he speaks in the midst of worship. There's a prophetic flow that takes place. So all kinds of things happen in the presence of the Lord. And so we need to remember that. So we are in the presence business. And what does it mean to have a mission with God? You know, well, we're expecting transformation and we're expecting breakthrough. What does it mean to partner with God during worship? Worship is one of the ways that God rules his kingdom on earth. Psalm 22, verse three says, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. Another translation says the Lord is enthroned in the praises of his people. So praise is one of the way that God legislates through our gatherings and releases that upon the earth. That's one way he rules his kingdom on the earth. So to partner with God means to allow his heart and mind to be expressed during worship. And to worship God is to rightly align with his sovereignty, acknowledging and honoring him. All right. It also means that we start worship knowing we will make room for the moving of the Holy Spirit and the voice of the Lord. We start with a list, but we are ready to respond and launch from our list. We don't abandon our list. Our list is a guide. We make room for God to direct our leadership, 
to move through our pastors and we adapt to that ministry. We know to flow. So we expect this kind of stuff to happen. So our mission is not a burden, but an expectation. We put our faith in his word and in his presence. Now today, I want to share with you our worship team guiding principles that, and our mission statement. These help us focus on our mission. Now, uh, I'm a student. I love to learn all types of things, and I, and I get application uh, in different ways. So I study business as well as worship, as well as ministry. Uh, I love to read and trying to make myself better all the time. Now, there's a great book that I got called Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. And in this, he teaches the guiding principles for business. And so what I want to do is I want to share what his guiding principles were and how I applied them to the worship team. So there's five components in the mission. I mean, there's five components in the guiding principles. They are one, mission statement, two, key characteristics, three, critical actions, four, our theme, and five, our story. So I'm going to go with you. I'm going to share with you what we did to adapt that. Now, we'll put this link in the show notes so that you can get that book if you want to and apply it. It's called Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. And the key statements, I'm sorry, the key principles are mission statement, key characteristics, critical actions, our theme, and our story. So I will share with you um, what we come up with for Vision Church worship team here with Apostles Tom and Jane Hammond and Lisa and myself for our worship team. So as long as we've been in worship, we've accumulated scripture and knowledge and things that we love to share. Uh, and so, and I realized that, you know, certain scriptures have great impact on worship. And, you know, 2 Corinthians 3 uh, verses um, 1 through 18 is a great place to show how we approach and what happens in the transformation presence of the Lord, liberty and uh, transformation, all these things that take place. And so what we're realizing is when we gather with the Lord, we're giving people opportunity to be transformed, to experience breakthrough by his presence, by his word, by his voice, and we all participate in that. So our mission statement says this, to make every gathering a true experience with God. And that helps us to eliminate mistakes, helps us to realize that we don't want to get into the way of the Lord and distract people from his presence, okay? Now, the three characteristics that we ask for people to have is simply this, love to worship. This is something that you are asking people to follow you in. So we don't want you to just do it. We want you to have a heart for God. So we want you to love to worship. A value to practice. There's, you know, the reason we practice this so the congregation can worship without distraction. So when you value practice, you'll spend time not only with the team, but on your own preparing and listening to music, getting the charts you need, listening to whatever it is, multi-tracks, um, whatever resource you have so that you can practice on your own and with the team. And the third thing is you appreciate the anointing. These are three characteristics that we want people in our worship team to have. Love to worship, value practice, and appreciate the anointing. What does that mean? That means that during the service, you're going to sense the anointing. You're going to know that it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It is the voice of the Lord that brings life. And so you cooperate with that and you have an appreciation for when we, you know, veer off our song list or when something doesn't go like we planned because the anointing of the Lord has redirected and caused things to happen. So our key characteristics that we want people to have are love to worship, value practice, and appreciate the anointing. Now, critical actions, what do these come down to? 
What does Donald Miller taught? These are three things that you want people to do that are key to your success. So when we think of a worship service or a gathering of believers and our Sunday service or Friday service, whatever it is we're having, okay? These are three things that we expect our team members to do. And they're critical to our success. Number one is to arrive early. Number two is to minister mindfully. And number three, stay for the service. You're not a hireling. You're not simply a musician playing at this theme. This is your house of worship. This is where God has called you. So we want you to arrive early so you can prepare. We want to minister mindfully, which again, puts us back on mission. We use our gifts and our skill to minister. And third is to stay for the service. We've all probably experienced those people who show up for worship and then you can't find them later. We don't like that. We don't want that. That's not the heart of a family member. It's not the heart of a community member. It's not the heart of a servant. It's, it's uh, the heart of a performer. Um, so we want to make sure that these are actions that people take that are crucial to your success. Why? Because, you know, we're here for people to minister, to minister to our congregation, for our pastors. So in order to be here for them, we have to be here for them. So when our worship is needed at the end of service, we need to be there. When altar ministry and music is needed, we need to be there. So these are critical actions to accomplishing the mission God has given us for that service. So our theme, okay, this is kind of like the why and what drives us. When people can truly experience God's presence, they are transformed. So that's our theme. So what's our mission? It's to make every gathering a true experience with God. That keeps us on tack, keeps us on mission and not getting distracted by this and that, or even allowing our gifts to become, you know, our confidence. Now, we all like to be confident and we're playing well and doing the right thing. Nobody wants to play wrong on purpose. But we need to make sure that we are resting in the presence of the Lord and the power of his word to transform people. So to make every gathering a true experience with God. Now, the fifth one is our story. And I'll read you what our story says. When our people gather to worship, they desire to experience God's presence and hear his voice. Many times they are distracted by the worship team's lack of practice, prayer, and preparation. Our goal on the worship team is to give our congregation a pure opportunity to experience God's presence without distraction. When people can truly experience the presence of God, they are transformed and leave empowered. Everybody on our worship team gets these guiding principles. I sat down and gave a keynote on it at practice one time to make sure that these are the guiding principles that our team has. Now, I'm going to make that available to you as a PDF. It'll be in the show notes. All you have to do is click on it, and you can see that and download it for yourself. And it's called Worship Ministry Guiding Principles. And this is the you know Vision Church at Christian International, our worship team guiding principles. So why is all this important? We want to see other people transformed. We want a sense of obedience and mission, fulfillment, that we have experienced the breakthrough that God wanted us to have today. We expect transformation. That means for some people, breakthrough, that means healing. Uh, but we do know we have great expectation and we build a team with that mission in mind. We will see those missions accomplished. Hey, I'm also excited to let you know that the fall semester for CI's Prophetic Worship School is now open for application. If you want to learn how to lead prophetic worship with confidence and authority, then check out our program at propheticworshipschool.com. You know, for over 25 years, Bishop Hammond, Apostles Tom and Jane Hammond, and Lisa and myself have ministered together in prophetic breakthrough worship. 
You can join us live online for six weeks of training, activations, and teaching in our Prophetic Worship Certification Program. We'll show you how to avoid chaos, gain clarity, and see breakthrough in prophetic worship so that you can be a trusted partner in ministry that leaders can count on. Text the word FLOW, F-L-O-W, to 33777 or visit propheticworshipschool.com to explore our program. So here's the activation that we talked about. Help you write a mission statement for your worship team. What are you expecting to happen? All right, what is the vision from your pastors? What is the vision from scripture? What is the vision from your heart and your team of what you want to accomplish? Okay, now in the book that I mentioned, Business Made Simple, Donald Miller gives a formula to write this. So make sure you go there and get that book. I'm not an affiliate, but I want you to, to have this information and give credit where its credit is due. Um, and so he said, you have to make it short, interesting, and memorable. He has a formula. We will accomplish X by Y. Now, if you put numbers to it and time to it, um, uh, we will create a thousand um, widgets by 2025. Okay, that's a mission. That's clear. It's short. Everybody can memorize that. So that's why on our worship team, you know, we said to make every gathering a true experience with God. So that is our mission statement. So you want to be able to repeat the mission statement and everybody needs to be able to memorize it. Now, so that they have a sense of mission and unity. It comes out of having, a, you know, that working together clarity that is a part of it. So that book will also give you the breakdown of the other five components of guiding, guiding principles that I took. And I thought, hey, this is great information. I think I want to make sure my worship team is on a mission, that they feel like they're on a mission, that we are accomplishing things together. So in summary, you know, when your worship team is on a mission, you get a sense of obedience, a sense of accomplishment, and it helps you stay true to the power of the presence of the Lord, stay true to the word of the Lord, and allows you to align with the miraculous transformation that takes people in lives and the breakthrough that can occur in our corporate gatherings. So once again, the five components are mission statement, key characteristics, critical actions, our theme, and our story. Every service can be a mission fulfilled. And every service, we can experience breakthrough when we expect it. Well, thank you for listening to the Prophetic Worship Leader, the podcast that takes the uncertainty out of leading prophetic worship so you can flow with authority and confidence. Please visit deanmitchum.com where you'll find a lot of helpful resources and can order my books. Please connect with us on social media channels and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And consider supporting us on Patreon and help these powerful weekly podcasts reach more people. Remember, every worship leader can flow in prophetic worship. We'll see you next week.